I find so much peace and joy in the time of year when the seasons change. Specifically, whenever we're coming out of winter and we're going into spring. For me, this is a time of year where I get really excited about the summer that is ahead, which may seem really weird to you because I live in Arizona where it is brutally hot, but so many memories are made during the summer. And I know that springtime now as a mom is a time where I get to enjoy really pouring into my home and prepping it for a season where my kids are going to be home with me, where I'm trying to get work done and they're not in school and I don't have the consistency that we normally have in a school year. And so this is the time for me to really make my house feel like home. There's nothing better in my mind than being able to take just a few simple minutes a day, really even just a couple minutes a week and make a few changes very quickly and simply to be able to make your house feel a little bit more like home so that everyone that comes and goes inside of your house can see that the love that you have for nurturing them simply through what you provide, how you set things out, what it smells like and what it feels like, what it looks like. The beauty of this episode is these are things that you can do even if none of this lights you up like it does me. If you are not a Joanna Gaines junkie like I am, that's okay. I'm going to digest this for you in a really systematic, fun, simple way. And today you're going to walk away with 10 quick and easy ways to make your house feel a little bit more like home this spring. What do you say? Let's dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I have a really fun, exciting week coming up on the podcast and over inside of our Facebook group for you next week. It is all things spring here at ChelseaJoe.co, inside of my home, inside of my brain, inside of my heart, inside of the podcast, our community, everywhere, which is going to be so much fun. So if you have the itch, which I know a lot of us have already had that itch, some of you may be a little late to the game, some of you may be a little bit early, but if you're here and you're one of our listeners, then you are right on time. We are going to be diving into some awesome decluttering, organizing, spring cleaning, all the magic, all the fun. And we're going to have a really fun activity for you next week. So if that sounds like something that you want to jump in on, please make sure that you are subscribed to this show, that you're inside of our Facebook group. I don't want you to miss out. It is completely free fun and really good encouragement for you getting in and getting your house just to the next level where you want it to be a little bit cleaner, a little bit less cluttered, a little bit more organized. We're not going to take you down some rabbit hole where you got to commit to all the things. We're just going to give you a small win. And those small wins mean everything. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about why it's important for you to be pouring into your home and, and showing some nurture and some love for the actual home that you live in. I've met a lot of women that like, they just don't love this. 
and it's not their skill set. They didn't see their mom do it. They don't really know how to do it. It feels awkward. They don't have time for it. Something that I absolutely love and it makes me feel like as one of my major responsibilities to help take care of the home, to help make sure the girls know where their clothes are and where their toys are and all of this stuff in the kitchen, right? That I'm giving it the time that it deserves and that it needs. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about why you don't need as much money and time as you think to make your house feel like a home. And then lastly, I'm going to give you 10 super fun, straightforward ways to make your house feel a little bit more homey for you and anybody that comes and goes during this amazing weather, whether it's for the holidays or if it's for summer coming up, whatever that might be. So when they come in, they feel well-loved, they feel welcomed, and they feel like they just got a big hug. And they remember that whenever they leave and they go home, which is something that I always want people to feel like when they come into my house. So let's talk about why it's important to pour into your home. I think the number one thing that I want you to walk away with here after listening to this episode is knowing that being able to do your very best work in every area of your life as a mom and as a wife and as a business owner all stems from the walls that you live in. And when you neglect that, you are neglecting every other piece of your pie. You can't just leave certain pieces of your ingredients out and still expect to bake an incredible cake. You can't hide the fact that the middle of your cake is soggy. Your cake's soggy. What's the word for it where it like, where it like, deflates. Do you guys ever watch that, that cake baking show? What's it called? Me and Frankie watch it together every once in a while. Nailed it. That's what it is. It's so funny. And their cakes look horrible. It's kind of like that, right? You have to make sure that you're not neglecting this piece because it really does affect everything that you're trying to do, especially if you're working from home. I cannot tell you how hard it's going to make your job, your literal job, what you're doing to earn money if your house is a mess. It's also going to be really, really hard for you to care for your children and love them well to show up to that block. Maybe you just have a sliver of your day. Maybe you have 15 minutes. Maybe you have 30 minutes for your kids for undivided attention, eye contact, no cell phone. How are you supposed to do that when you can't even find the games that they love? When you don't even know what they like, they don't even know what they like because nothing around them has been cared for or organized or established or systemized, right? So all of these pieces that we talk about in a home, and let me not forget that, you know, I'm all about my husband contributing and he does a bunch. He's a firefighter and firefighters live in a house together, some for 24 hours, some for 48 hours, and some for longer than that if they're working overtime. And so there's all these men and sometimes a few women, but they all dig in and they do chores. And so my husband is incredibly capable of doing his own laundry and cleaning toilets and showers and sweeping and mopping and cooking and like doing all the things like, and he does, but there's something really, really awesome feeling for me whenever he gets to come home off shift and I've really set the stage for him to be able to relax and that's a way that I show him that I care about him and that I love him and he does that for me in return whenever I've had to work all day and I come home and there's not a thousand dishes everywhere or toys everywhere right 
And so for sure it goes both ways, but this is something that I take a lot of pride in as a wife as well. And last but not least, how much better do you feel and how much more inclined are you to have company over when your house is well kept and when it feels like home? And that's what I really want to dive into today is this this like art of making your house feel like home. A home to most of us is something that makes us feel loved. And maybe not for all of us, but maybe that's something something that you didn't grow up with, but something that you aspire to do and you have a deep, deep desire for. So today, these are little things and it's really not that complicated, but just trying to pour into your home just a little bit is going to truly help you succeed in all of the other areas that you're trying to show up in your life. So that's why it's important. Let's talk about why you don't need as much money and time as you think. The magazines, the Magnolia Network, all the networks, right? Anything that you see on TV, all the stuff that you see on Instagram, social media, don't even get me started with that. That stuff is so staged. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There are a lot of people that have gorgeous, beautiful homes and that's fine. You don't have to have a gorgeous, beautiful home that is perfectly designed. That has all the right pieces. I don't have that. I don't have all the right pieces. I have half of Blaine's bachelor pad and half of my single mom life all mixed into one house. That is what we have. That's where our life is. And our house feels amazing, feels just like home for all of us and for everybody that comes and goes in here. I work really hard at it most of the time. And it's something that I think that you can do as well without going out and thinking that you need all of the white fancy brand new things and have to have the backsplash and have to have the matching couches and have to have all of the nice organized things and you have to have open shelving and all your cups have to match and your silverware has to be all the same i guarantee you raise your hand if your silverware is all mismatched in your drawer like come on now this is about truly looking at what you have and thinking, how can I elevate this one thing by just mixing it up a little bit with the five minutes that I have and being okay with that being good enough and more than good enough with that actually satisfying you. Here's 10 ways that you can truly do that. Get a piece of paper out, write down all 10 of these. Some of these are really going to speak to you and some of them you're going to be like, absolutely not. Let's start out with prime example number one. I have a friend that cannot keep plants alive to save her soul. So there's two ways to go about this. I do a little bit of both, but the number one way this it's spring specifically is a great time to bring plants into your house and, and there's more sunshine and whether or not you have a green thumb or not, right? But if you're working from home, if that's a new thing for you, you've never tried this, try putting some plants in your house. Try ones that are hard to kill. Like you can literally go to the store and you can find ones that are are labeled. And there's even some plant stores online that sell plants that are like the hard to kill plants, the ones that are really hardy and they don't need a lot of water or a lot of light or they're low maintenance, right? They'll have these labels on there for people that can't keep plants alive, but you can also buy fake plants. Ikea and Hobby Lobby are two incredible places to get fake plants. Like so amazing. Hobby Lobby has them 50% off every other week, every other couple weeks. And Ikea just has them for super cheap anyway. 
every once in a while you can get them secondhand, but most of the time those have been around from like the 70s and the 80s. Those have good purposes for other things, but if you're trying to make this quick and simple, just make a quick stop at Hobby Lobby or Ikea. You can also order some off of Amazon that are really great, have them shipped to you. But get some plants in your house. And for those of you that are like me and you already have a ton of plants in your house, move them around. I just spent like five, 10 minutes the other day cleaning up the dirt inside of my pots, making sure that they're all fresh, that they have what they need. And I moved them around in a couple places. And so Holly and Polly are now in different places than they used to be. And I got a couple new pots because they've kind of started out growing them. And Royal and Roy and Luna and Mrs. Potts, they all got moved around. So I just switched up, yes, all of our plants. All of our plants have names and Frankie has named every single one of them. She is like a name whisperer. It's crazy. If you ever need a name for anything, ask Frankie Joe. She can name anything and it's always so fitting and perfect. So I just moved him around a little bit and it was like, oh my gosh, this is like such a beautiful, fresh start to the next couple months. Like I couldn't believe how much it just spruced everything up and it brought life back into not only my plants, but also into our family. It was a conversation starter. So that's definitely a great place for you to start. And again, if you don't like real plants, just try fake ones, add a couple in here or there, one and done, very easy. And you never have to water them. Number two, swap out your pillows and, or your bedding on your bed. This is one of my favorite things to do whenever the seasons change. And I don't do it four times a year. I do it twice a year. I really do kind of go on two seasons because Arizona is kind of like that. It's like hot and very enjoyable slash cool weather. We don't really, it's not super cold here ever, not down in the Valley in the mountains it is. And so whenever it starts to warm up a little bit, I change my bedding. I make it a little bit lighter and wider and I add some new throw pillows in, take a couple of the old ones out. I do not have room for more on top of what I already have. Or sometimes I'll just change the throw blanket over the end of the bed. Or if you don't have a throw blanket on the end of your bed, just go out and get one, throw it over the edge of your bed, maybe put a little breakfast tray there on the end of it and throw your journals for the morning on the end of it. And whenever you make your bed, turn down your bed for the end of the night, you just pull them off and you put them to the side. And then when you get up in the morning, as soon as you get up, you make your bed and then you have your breakfast tray sitting there you can put your coffee on it. You can sit crisscross on your bed and you can enjoy your morning study or your morning reading, your morning quiet time, whatever that is from the foot of your bed. One of my favorite things to do. All right, here's number three, start using clean and fresh essential oils with fruit and mint. So if you have candles, swap them out, get a diffuser. This is a great thing to do in spring. And if you've already doing, if you're already using diffusers, then just switch up what you've been using. For those of you that know this, you're already doing this, but my favorite that use essential oils, you already know when the seasons change, we typically change up what we're diffusing. And so I go to fruit and mint and like something that smells clean. I have a couple blends that smell very, very, very clean. And I've been diffusing those like crazy and it feels so inviting and like fresh and it feels like spring in our house. All right, here's number four. Start decluttering small spaces while you wait for dinner to cook. Now we did an episode a little while back that had 
so many different tips for things that you could do, little places that you could declutter and you could clean in a very short amount of time. And I mentioned that one of the spots in your day that you are probably wasting on your phone is while you're standing and waiting for dinner to cook. This is a great time to just say, I've got five minutes, I'm gonna declutter my straws. I'm gonna declutter my cereal box shelf, right? I'm gonna declutter the bottom shelf of the freezer. It's little things like that right now in this time of year that always inspire me. I'm feeling very much in the mood to clean things out. This is a great way for those of you that don't have a much that don't have much time to be able to get in there and get little teeny tiny spots done while you're standing and cooking dinner. Here's number 5. One of my favorite ways to make it feel a little bit more like spring for me, I want to be like bustling and out and about. The weather's nice. I want to go out and do things, and so I want to put my makeup on more often. So one of the things that I have done is I've gotten two new cups for my vanity and I've put my brushes and my favorite lip glosses and lipsticks in them. And so now whenever I go to do my makeup and you can get a third one and put like your go-to makeups in there, I was going to, I just didn't have room on my vanity, but that would be a great idea. I'm keeping those under my vanity for now. But now whenever I pull out my like my makeup bag, I have all the stuff that I need in one little compartment and then all of my lips stuff and then all my brushes are right there and it's made it super fun for me to go in there and be like ah this is so much easier to go in and whip up makeup really really quick and get out and they're cute little jars i just picked up two of them um you could use mason jars and tie little cute strings or ribbons around them you could go again to hobby lobby and find little cups whatever you need to do or you could use pots that you would typically put plants in whatever kind of fits your vibe I got a little vanity tray. It has a little mirror and I put my perfumes on it too. And it just spruced things up there. Obviously it was organizing it. It was simplifying a system that needed to be simplified, but I specifically felt inspired to do it this spring to make me be able to go out and do the things that I want to do and feel comfortable going and excited going into my bathroom to make this happen on a more regular basis. Here's number six. This is so fun. How are you going to make your house feel a little bit more homey for springtime? I want you to refresh or purge your drop zone. So that space where all of the muddy boots, where all of the scarves and the hats and the gloves and the coats, we don't really have most of those, but a lot of people do. We just went through and we just got rid of everything. There were coats hanging on there from, I don't even know how long they don't even fit the kids anymore. So it's like time to pull all that stuff out, go through their cubbies. We just went through all of the shoes. We got rid of all the ones that didn't fit from the shoe basket. We vacuumed and we just redid that one spot. Now, when you walk in, it's like, Oh, welcome home. It feels light. It feels inviting. It's easy to get in and out of there now to go to school, to just hop in the car and go somewhere. The go bags are there. It's such a beautiful space. So this one may take you a little bit more time, but you don't have to do the whole thing in one fell swoop. You could just do the shoes, which we did one day. And then we went back and did the jackets and then we went back and did the go bags, right? So it doesn't have to be all of this in one single sitting. Okay. But this one is super simple and will only take you 
five minutes, get a new doormat or rug. I just got a brand new rug and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. This feels new and fresh and it's way more functional. The other one we had moved around all the time. It wasn't big enough to catch all the dirt. We have a sliding door that goes in and out from the backyard straight onto carpet. And so I need a rug there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It cost me $11. Like this is fantastic. And it was it was just like such a game changer. Same thing with the front door, spruce things up, put a springtime mat out front, try double layering your mats, get out there and sweep the front door, right? Anything along those lines will have a really big impact. Number eight, pot a few plants in old terracotta pots at the front door. I love nothing more than old terracotta pots. You'll see Joanna Gaines use them quite a bit. If you look inside of her, um, her little garden house, her garden shed that she has, it's absolutely stunning, but she has a lot of pots stacked there. I keep my terracotta pots outside and it weathers them pretty well. And so we just got some new annuals and my planted inside of there. And there's something about it that just feels inviting. It feels really kind of homey. They are also super inexpensive. You can definitely, definitely find these at every single secondhand or thrift store. They also make them in a couple different colors. I found one that wasn't like the bright orange terracotta. You can also paint them. You can have fun crafts with your kids where they can paint them. Lots of opportunity for that one right there. Number nine, set out your dish soap and dish sponges in pretty containers. There's something about this too, as simple as it is, that's going to make your house feel a little bit more like home. Take your old dish soap. First of all, I hope that it's not like classic standard Dawn dish soap. Get something that is chemical free. I love Target so much. They have, I believe it's Grove and they have another one. I think it's their method one. Those aren't completely eco-friendly. I know that they try to be, especially the, the method one, but they're a little bit better. The point is, is that they're trying to reduce plastic. And so they just come with the refill packets, but get yourself a good glass container with like a pump spout on it. You can even use like an olive oil dispenser that you would typically put next to your stove to put dish, dish soap in so that it's easy to get out and it looks nice on your counter so that you don't just have like an old plastic sticky cap. Cap can't even close because there's so much dish soap on it. Like this is, if that is you, this is the number one thing that you should do after listening to this episode. Just replace your dish soap container. And the thing that I'm talking about with your sponges, a lot of you might have those cool caddies and they're really functional, but I love to get like a ceramic. Mine looks like a berry dish, like the old fashioned berry kind of like little container thing. They're like cardboard or whatnot, but this one's actually ceramic and I got it at uh, Hobby Lobby. They have an aisle that's called the spring shop and there's all this neat stuff in there. And they have like these ceramic little dishes. You could use any kind of ceramic dish. Obviously you could get a plastic one too, as long as it kind of had a little bit of like design and style to it and, and matched kind of like the, the feel of what you want your house to feel like, whether it's Western or if it's rustic or if it's farmhouse or if it's modern or whatever it might be, right? Try and find something that kind of matches that vibe and then get some dish sponges that are white or I love the ones that are compostable and 
they they look like an actual they're like a real sea sponge you know and we get those sometimes we get some sponges from trader joe's and i just get things that are just slightly more elevated i put a little bit more thought into it instead of the green sos pads that my mother still uses to this day <laughs> just the funniest thing to me no more of the green and yellow sponges ladies no more of the blue sponges with the little plasticky things those are horrible for the environment get you some natural sponges they're really nice looking and set them in a pretty container okay last but not least put some fresh flowers on your kitchen table use a mason jar get a nice vase and get some fresh cut flowers just every once in a while and put them out on your kitchen table Maybe you have a friend, friends coming over, you have a special gathering, or maybe you're just going to be working from home the whole week like me, and you want to see flowers on the kitchen table. Have at it. It'll make your house feel a little bit more like home this spring. I hope you loved all of these 10 straightforward fun tips for making your house feel exactly the way that you want it to feel as we're changing seasons. I'd love for you to come over into the Facebook group and tell me which one you are going to do. Drop a picture of it. Gonna do number eight, gonna do number three. Gonna get a cute jar for your vanity and put your makeup brushes in it. Take a picture, drop it inside of the Facebook group. I'd love to see it. I will meet you back here for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.